Today we are going to be wrapping up our sermon series called Thriving. We've been talking about what it means to be uh, living into God's abundance and giving that away with our lives, our time, our resources, and what it looks like to be stewards of what God entrusts us with as his people. And today we're going to be looking at um, what it means for us to give, uh, but not just uh, what it means for us to give, um, what uh, and how uh, we're called to give, and the, the eternal value that comes from that. So I'm excited to get into our message today. Before we do, would you join me in prayer? Loving God, we give you thanks today for uh, to, today and our, all our many blessings that you uh, just give each and every one of us. God, we thank you for allowing us to worship together uh, in spirit and in truth, uh, in our homes, um, in, in person, God, in, in all these different ways. And I thank you that you have, have blessed us with the ability to, to hear your word, to join together in worship. And so wherever we are today, God, would you meet us Would you speak to our hearts? Would you remind us of who we are? Remind us of of what you are calling us into. And may we have hearts that are open to hear and listen and obey and to step into the invitation that you have for us today. I pray as we hear your word, may your spirit speak life to us. And may your goodness May your love and your your grace uh, be what transforms us today. We pray all these things in the name of Christ. Amen. We'll be reading today from the book of Matthew, chapter 25, verses 31 and 46 from the ESV translation. When the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the angels with him, Then he will sit on his glorious throne. Before him we will be gathered, all the nations, and he will separate people one from another, as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. And he will place the sheep on his right, but the goats on the left. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. I was a stranger, and you welcomed me. I was naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me. I was in prison, and you came to me. Then the righteous will answer him, saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you drink? And when did we see a stranger and welcome you, or naked and clothe you? And when did we see you sick or in prison and visit you? And the king will answer them, Truly I say to you, as you did it to one of the least of these, my brothers, you did it to me. Then he will say to those on the left, Depart from me, you cursed, into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry and you gave me no food. I was thirsty and you gave me no drink. I was a stranger and you did not welcome me naked and you did not clothe me sick and in prison and you did not visit me. 
And they also will answer saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or naked or sick or in prison and did not minister to you? Then he will answer them saying, truly, I say to you, as you did not do it to one of the least of these, you did not do it to me. And these will go away into eternal punishment, the righteous into eternal life. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Well, today, as we look upon our our passage of Scripture, uh, we see that there is this theme of of giving, this idea of of how God's people are called to live. They're called to give. Just uh, as a a recap and summary for this particular part of, of Matthew, and it kind of summarizes and it culminates in the outpouring uh, of gifts uh, and, and in our lives and how we're called to live uh, as God's people. We see in the beginning of chapter, uh, chapter 25 of Matthew, um, we see that uh, this theme of preparation and this theme of investing uh, in, in God's kingdom and using wisdom. And when we see these themes uh, coming to uh, this point and this, this ending of this chapter, where God shows, uh, and Jesus is talking about these specific areas of giving. Now, uh, I just want us to focus on three ideas today about what this passage is, is calling us into. I believe this, this passage is inviting us into self-reflection about our own personal spiritual values when it comes to giving. I also believe this passage describes specific ways that we as God's children, as God's people, as followers of Christ, uh, are called to give and live um, in, in a way and in, in, in these actions uh, that are important to Jesus' heart. Finally, I believe this passage reminds us of the eternal value that comes from choosing to align with Christ in his word. So hopefully today we'll come away from this with an understanding that giving should not reduce our lives as much as it completes our lives. So if we think about that first idea of of self-reflection, I believe that we're called to accept this invitation into uh, reflecting on our own lives and on our own personal spiritual values. Asking ourselves the question, does what Jesus say here, uh, does he mean, does he really mean what he says? And asking ourselves, what do we base our spiritual value system on? Do we base it on our ideas of uh, things that we think are our right? Like what we think it means to be a good Christian, like being polite and not uh, sinning or, or doing bad things and, and loving our neighbor. And yes, those are, are definitely those ideas that come to mind. But God calls us to think about how we give and what we do in our giving um, just a little bit deeper. So I want us to do a quick uh, spiritual inventory of our lives when it comes to giving. I'm going to ask several questions Um, And I just want to take a moment to pause between each question for you to think about how has God 
working in my heart? And how is God calling me to reflect on the ways that I'm currently giving in my life? So uh, I'll ask you this question. And you would ask this question of yourself. Am I looking to be served more than I look for ways to serve? Am I caring more about sharing my opinions more than I care about showing acceptance? Am I giving God and others my sloppy seconds more than I'm giving my fruitful firsts? Am I giving out of a place of stress more than I'm giving out of a place of rest? And lastly, am I giving out of dutiful drudgery or from a heart of joyful delight? So we must begin by asking God to search our hearts and minds so that we might begin to give in a way that brings blessing into our lives and others. The second uh, area that I want us to focus on and that I believe this passage of Scripture is, is showing us is, is to look at the specific ways to give and live that are important to the heart of Jesus. Jesus lists off a number of things like visiting the sick or clothing the naked, feeding the hungry, visiting those in prison. And we see this reflected and adopted even as Methodists by John Wesley. See, he had these things called works of mercy that were to help cultivate the life of God and to live out what God was doing in our lives. I believe that John Wesley wanted us to understand that receiving God's love wasn't just meant for us, but it was also meant for the world around us to, to live out of that place and give out of that place of receiving. And so God's love uh, needed a place to go in us, but also out of us and through us. And so I want us to look at uh, these works of mercy today um, that John Wesley adopted that really you, you can see come out of this passage of scripture and talk a little bit about how we're living into those as a church, but also how we are called to live into these in our individual lives and incorporate and, uh, these practices into our own lives. So let's look at the first, feeding the hungry. We have an amazing ministry called Making Outreach here at Mulberry Street United Methodist Church. And um, we get the opportunity to support this ministry with our prayers, uh, our presence, our gifts by uh, investing in our community, our downtown community of feeding the, the homeless and feeding those who uh, may need a hot meal. We, we serve a hot meal Monday through Friday, one hot meal a day. And um, for those who work in that ministry, uh, they're just amazing. And um, I love getting to partner with making outreach. Um, and uh, the second is clothing the naked. We also have a clothing closet where folks can come and, and get clothes that they may need for free. Um, and many of you already donate to that clothing ministry. Uh, and so many of us are already participating in these, uh, these, these kinds of ministries and ways of giving and living. And it's just awesome to get to celebrate these things. Visiting the sick. Um, many of, of us on, on our pastoral and uh, non-clergy staff get the opportunity to reach out to folks who are in the hospital, who are sick, who are, um, 
hurting and we get to go and pray with them and minister to them. Um, but also many of you uh, as, as the laity and as those watching get to participate in those ministries in that kind of um, outreach and, and visiting the sick and visiting those who are in their home, uh, homes who are homebound. And, and that's just a beautiful ministry that many of you are already active and a part of. Visiting those in prison. Um, we have a, a ministry here that the church uh, works through called Kairos Ministry, where they take a team of, of individuals who prepare for months and, and praying and, um, and getting ready to minister to, uh, to prisoners, to inmates in our local prisons and, and getting to show and share the love of, of Christ with them. And we're going to actually, I'm going to share a, a little story about that a little later. Um, and then finally, uh, just giving generously was one of John Wesley's works of mercy that he talked about. And I believe we're called to understand our role as more than just recipients, um, but as engaged disciples of Jesus Christ who play a significant part and understand our role um, uh, as, as one part of a greater whole. And so um, if, if we were to look at our congregation like we just did and the ministries that we do here at Mulberry, you know, we actually do these um, and, and we, we actually live into these ways of living and giving very, very well. But my question to you would be, where have you personally invested in these ministries and stepped into that circle of giving where our lives are, are flowing uh, and Christ is flowing out of our lives um, and, and, and living and giving into these specific ways? And I, I invite you to ask yourself, when was the last time uh, I stepped into uh, living into these specifically, visiting those who are sick, um, visiting those who are in prison, giving generously of our time, clothing the naked, donating clothes uh, and other resources to these different ministries, feeding the hungry. When was the last time you participated in that and, and were actively pursuing that in your own personal walk with the Lord? So, I want to share a quick story about a time when I was involved with Kairos Prison Ministry. So many of you might be able to imagine the uh, kind of anxiety one might have uh, in, in thinking about and praying about going into a prison to minister to inmates and to sit down with them and to share with them um, God's word and to walk with them in that journey. And I have to say, it has been one of the most transformative things that I've experienced, where I have been so much more blessed by giving um, than many other times that I could even uh, think. And a lot of times uh, we kind of think of giving as, uh, you know, stressful as we don't have enough to give or um, thinking about how it's more like taking from us rather than us getting something but this idea um, of, of giving to the kingdom of God is that we get to experience the abundance of Jesus' love. And we actually receive way more um, than what uh, we would receive by just receiving. We receive more by giving. Um, and so I found myself in this prison uh, ministering to all kinds of folks. We sat at a table, we listened to talks and lessons, and we would discuss it at our table. And many of these um, men who were 
just so hardened and had these hard hearts. Uh, you got to see over the course of the time spent with them, just how their hearts opened to one another and to us as the leaders and to, uh, and to God and his love. We got to see how they, the walls got broken down and they were able to talk about the, the issues in their lives, to talk about and confess uh, their brokenness before God and to receive his love, to receive the bread of life, the transformation of the Holy Spirit um, and, and just a renewed purpose for life. Um, it's just a beautiful, beautiful thing to get to witness and uh, there's absolutely nothing like it. But I found myself sitting at a table where men who had committed murder, who had uh, committed rape, who had had drug abuse and had issues with family and, and mental health issues and all of these things. And I got to sit with them. And I, I got to tell you, it was uh, such a transformative and um, amazing thing and amazing work that God did. And I was humbled to see uh, how God loves these individuals, how God cares for these individuals, how God wants to forgive and, and show his redemption and his mercy to sinners. But it, it made me all that more aware of what God had, had set me free and saved me from. And so I would encourage you to step into giving and living in ways that are important to the heart of God because you will find yourself um, receiving more than you ever thought possible. I want to uh, take a moment to watch a quick video that really speaks to my heart and it's, um, it's, it's a, about a, a, an inmate who uh, shares his testimony uh, about Kairos ministry. And so I just want us to take a moment to look and, and check, check that video out. I don't know about you, but that is just such a powerful testimony to, to witness and, and to hear. Um, I remember the first time watching that, just tears streaming down my eyes because um, of just seeing the goodness of God. And it's because of people like you, like me, who say yes to God who say yes to following and listening to God's word and stepping into these areas, trusting no matter how fearful or uncomfortable uh, giving of ourselves may be and may seem and may feel intimidating to, to step into this kind of ministry. We see that God's love comes alive. Uh, God's uh, spirit breathes on on people and, and he works through people just like you, like me. And uh, it's, it's a beautiful thing to be a part of. There's nothing quite like it. I think in watching this uh, video, we are reminded of the eternal value that comes from choosing to align with Christ and his word. The truth is whether giving of our time, our love, our resources or anything else for the sake of the kingdom, it should always be understood as a spiritual investment that bears an eternal return. It's always a win-win for those that we serve and for our own lives. So we live our lives today as though for eternal purposes. 
not only our souls, but the souls of everyone we encounter on earth hang in the balance. I pray that our hearts would be filled with the joy of eternity, forgiving, and that the God of eternal life would bring us into the pleasures of serving and knowing Christ as we serve and love the least of these. Our lives have purpose. They have eternal value. The choices that we make, the ways that we live and give, starting with the ways that we ask God to search our hearts and minds. I would ask you this question today. Are you ready to allow God to take you on the journey of experiencing the joys of his abundant life as you give yourself to God, as you give yourself to this abundant, uh, this abundant life of thriving, of pouring yourself out for God and allowing God to work through your life. As we close, I want us to just look at Matthew 10. When Jesus was sending out his disciples into ministry, he said, freely you have received, now freely give. Freely you have received, now freely give. I believe God is speaking that to us, that God has given us his abundant life. He's given us his promises. He's given us his word, his spirit to go out And we've been given it freely, these gifts, uh, so that we can give them away. And finally, one of my favorite prayers, the prayer of St. Francis, closes by saying this. It is in giving that we receive. It is in pardoning that we are pardoned. And it is in dying to ourselves that we are born to eternal life. Brothers and sisters, My prayer is that it would be so in the name of our triune God, Father, Son, and Spirit. Amen.